Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. The farmer's carry is going to involve every muscle in your body pretty much, but it really tests your back and grip strength. We'll get quite a bit of focus on the upper back with this exercise since the traps get a lot of attention. Your forearms also get a lot of attention because you're just going to be training your grip to failure. For this exercise, it's key to maintain proper posture, especially since it's usually done with heavy loads. So we can potentially put a lot of excess pressure on the spine if we cave in. Since we'll be lifting heavier weights, we should try to go for around 40 to 60 steps. But if you want to lift lighter, you can go for higher reps and aim for the 100 step range. If you want to go really heavy, around 30 steps would be where I suggest. But I do want to emphasize that you should not allow your walking mechanics to falter because of the weights. So make sure to make necessary adjustments based on performance and form instead of going with the weight because it works with the rep range that you were targeting. But overall, the carry may seem simple and it really is, but there are some key things to look out for in order to avoid causing issues. Let's start by discussing picking up the weight. First, walk up to the weights. They should be by your sides and your feet should be shoulder width apart. The dumbbell should be a little outside of that. Your chest should be up and your chin should be tucked so that the neck is neutral. Your spine should also be neutral and your scapulae should be retracted and depressed. So maintain all that while you go down. You can squat down or you can perform a hip hinge, which is a deadlift movement pattern, uh, to safely pick the weights up. Before you lift the weights up though, you should know how to properly hold the dumbbells. Grab the dumbbells straight in the middle and hold them tight in your palms. Don't grab them with your fingers because that can lead to problems with your finger flexors down the line and cause golfer's elbow. And you want to grab in the middle because placing your hands too far forward or backward on the handle will cause the dumbbell to tilt up or down while you walk and that would just make you uncomfortable throughout the set. But uh, speaking on uh, being uncomfortable with the farmer's carry, you're going to get pretty gnarly calluses if you don't take proper precaution with this exercise. I found that this exercise beat up my palms the most out of anything I did in the gym. Uh, but you could use chalk to prevent calluses and get a better grip. If that's not available, I would suggest using training gloves for this lift. But trust me, I really tore up my hands and got very little benefit off of it. In fact, the pain from the damaged skin and the hard iron rubbing against it was detrimental to my performance and I probably dropped the weights too early in many sets due to pain. Going back to the form, the positioning of the chest, neck, scapulae, and spine throughout this process of lifting the weight up should remain the same. Try not to overextend your neck, that's a common mistake. Your neck, even if your chest is up, should be in a neutral position to avoid tension in that area while lifting. 
Also, if you are lifting a particularly heavy weight, as you probably would be for this lift, you should brace as you lift the weight from the ground. Bracing is something that one should always practice in heavier lifts and will be common in squats and deadlifts. Ensuring that you are stable before lifting the dumbbells up for a farmer's carry is also necessary to prevent injury. So to briefly go over what it actually looks like, breathing and bracing is when you breathe into your diaphragm and then contract your core. The normal light breaths that you take into your lungs won't be enough to accomplish this. You have to take a heavy breath in and think about filling up your stomach. And this is often easier to accomplish when you breathe through your nose. Also, when you squeeze your core, do it with intention. Contract as if someone's about to punch you in the stomach. That's the best way to build proper stability. Now, as you pick the weight up, maintain the chest position. You should keep your chest this way for the rest of the exercise to avoid it caving in. If your chest falls forward and your shoulders round, your back won't be in a stable position and you can get injured by developing imbalances. When it comes to your head, look straight forward and make sure that you keep looking straight forward throughout the whole set. Going down to your hands, keep your grip strong by holding the dumbbells tightly in your palms as long as you can. They will slowly drift down your hands as you lose your grip strength, but you should maintain a strong grip as long as possible to maximize performance. Also, keep the dumbbells close to your body, but not to the point that it hinders the movement of your legs. Keep track of your legs throughout the movement as well. Uh, make sure that the glutes are contracted, then simply walk forward with short steps and with the heel first. One step counts as one rep, but you could also walk back and forth a set distance and count the number of laps that you take. But I don't do that because it can be hard to keep track of how many steps I walked if I had to train at a different location. As I said, each step should be quick, but you shouldn't make erratic movements. For example, you shouldn't try to make quick turns because that could compromise your spine. You should stay tight and balanced throughout the set. Your upper body shouldn't cave in and, and your body should stay balanced. It's time to stop when you start losing grip of the dumbbells and it feels like they're going to fall. Don't drop the weights, simply maintain control and squat back down to your original position. Be very slow and keep your spine in a good position the whole time. Now you can go past failure by safely picking the dumbbells back up and executing the farmer's walk again till you fail. And you can do that a few times. However, just make sure that you don't injure yourself with improper form. Now I talked about performing the farmer's walk with dumbbells but you can also use a trap bar. In fact, I think a trap bar would be preferable if you had to lift very heavy weights because if you get really strong, you aren't gonna have dumbbells that are heavy enough for your intensity requirements. Something different about the trap bar is that the handles are a bit out, so your hands would be farther away from your trunk. Even if you're using dumbbells, the weight should be a bit away from your trunk it shouldn't be rubbing against your thighs. However, with the trap bar, your hand position would be just a bit wider. Because you're more restricted with the trap bar as well, turning can feel a little more awkward, 
but just make sure you go slowly and don't allow the bar to swing. Aside from doing the farmer's walk, you can do unilateral farmer's walks, which are better known as the suitcase carries. This movement is especially useful to train the obliques and has greater oblique focus than the farmer's walk due to the need for the side not carrying the weight to stop the torso from tilting too much to the side that's carrying the weight. Overall, the farmer's walk is a great and simple total body movement that can really strengthen your grip and contribute very well to your performance for other compound lifts.